Hey, this is Carrie Peters and Stacey Morgenstern, and welcome to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast, where we're here to question how we do life because the normal rules no longer apply. Hello, Better Than Ever podcasters, Hannah Duncan here with success coach and face of the Jump Into July Challenge, Samantha Schmuck from Revived Living. Hi, Sam. How are you doing? Good, good, Hannah. Thank you so much for having me back. It's great to be here. Yeah, so Sam was actually, if you guys are avid listeners, which I hope you all are, (laughs) she was featured in one of our first episodes, and she was talking about uh, setting goals that uh, were sustainable and doable, and now she's back. She is the face of the Jump Into July Challenge. We've been seeing her a ton, which is super exciting. So Sam, let's talk about it. What is the Jump Into July with HCI Challenge? Yes. Oh, our mid-year movement challenge. So it is actually perfect timing that we're back here together because in January, like you said, we were talking about sustainable goals, setting your New Year's mantra for this year. And now we're here to see, you know, are you living up to that? So this is really a time to see how have I been doing? Have I been consistent? Have I been taking action? Or has a lot of life gotten in the way and kind of strayed me off the path? So this is a beautiful time to check in, to reassess, to see what you set in January. Is that still important to you? And if not, what is it that you'd like to strive for from here on out throughout the rest of the year? So with Jump Into July, this is our our time to really reassess, but essentially it is a movement challenge where we're really wanting every community around the world to get up and move with us three times a day. And we're choosing jump roping, but if you have a physical limitation or an old injury or anything like that, it can be any movement that really suits your body and feels good. So we just want you to get up and move with us. You know what I really love about this challenge is that while it is a movement challenge, like you see, there's tons of things out there. There's like the squat challenge or the push-up <laughs> challenge. But what this is, it's really about community and it's about getting your community active. So we are challenging our community and we're challenging our students to challenge their community. How many times can I say challenge in a row? <laughs> to get up and get active. Uh, so we've got this sort of huge audience. I think we had a number, what was it? Like 1300 people Mm -hmm. have already signed up in the first week for this challenge. Um, And what's great about it is, you know, I've been working at a, a desk job for a little bit now, and I used to have a super active life. And now I'm sort of sitting a lot more and I'm a workaholic, as Sam knows, because we're coworkers. <laughs> I can easily do like 10, 12 hours just sitting there and knocking things out, which, you know, is not really good for you. And so what's great about this challenge is it's sort of breaking up my day and I'm enjoying it, which is the big part because it's hard to like get off and be like, I'm going to go take a huge like run in the middle of the day and then I'll come back. What it does is it sort of breaks it down into smaller increments, which are totally doable for the workaholic like me. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. You touched on one of the biggest points of why we chose to do a movement challenge in July. And that's just that, especially here in the U.S., is we've established a culture where it's favored and it's looked upon to be a workaholic and put in 10, 12-hour days. And if you think about it, if you do work um, 
more of a professional type career where you're at a desk and a computer, you're easily sitting for eight hours a day if you do more than nine to five, and that doesn't count overtime. And then if you think about going home, you sit on the couch or you sit on your computer again. And so those hours just stack up and up and up, and it can feel really daunting if you've just worked so hard intellectually or physically at a day job to think about coming home and then putting in an hour to the gym and grinding even more in that capacity. So jumping, jump roping and hit training, which we're talking about today, is that perfect kind of fusion of being able to get a fantastic workout while also being able to make it doable and not that daunting task, but something that you can really get an amazing workout in just about 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. it's exactly why we're here today. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, you get you get done with your work day, and the last thing that I want to do is go run three miles. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to sit down, watch a movie, get something to eat, relax. Um, so it's great that we're you're really focusing on breaking up that day. And I will say, as somebody who's participating in the challenge, I've seen, uh, you know, I'm happier. I'm happier having this day broken up for me. I'm happier being able to jump off and go jump around (laughs) (laughs) and be able to sort of take that time for myself. Even though it's shorter, it's way more than what I was doing before we even started the jump into July challenge. I'm noticing that my body feels better. My, My legs feel better. I have more energy so I can come back into meetings and be like super amped up because I just like moved around the house and I I think it is just really a great competition and it's wonderful to have an accountability partner along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Stacey and Carrie were talking about accountability and that transparency piece. Mm -hmm. And I feel the same exact way, you know, like you said, kind of leading uh, all of our HCI community in this challenge is, oh my gosh, I too have to be accountable. And sometimes I personally will think, oh, you know, it's it's just a busy day today. Tomorrow I'll be able to get it in. And that's actually not the case. Every day will be busy if I allow it to. If I don't set that intentional action of, you know, if I don't choose to do this now, it's never actually going to happen. Um, Tomorrow is always tomorrow. So we have to take that action today. Absolutely. So Sam, you did touch on it earlier. You said this word called HIT training. Mm -hmm. Uh, What exactly is HIT training? Yeah. So HIT training is a little acronym for high intensity interval training, and it's essentially a style. So we chose jump roping because you can get an amazing workout in a really short amount of time. It's Um, very affordable and you can take it anywhere. So if you travel for work or if you just have a very active on the go lifestyle, you can always have your jump rope with you wherever you're going. So jump roping itself is not hit training, but it's a style hit training. It's a style that you can infuse into essentially any workout that you're choosing. So why is hit training important? Mm -hmm. There's so much research. And so one of the things that I loved about our advanced nutrition for health coaches program that I worked on is how all of these experts and physicians that work in varying fields between hormone imbalance, um, heart disease, uh, we had brain and mood health, all of these like very different issues, thyroid health, autoimmune, all these different things. They echoed very similar lifestyle habits that are needed in order to make a positive shift in that 
health condition. And so when we were going through, they all spoke to the benefits of HIT training and another word for it's also sprint training. Mm -hmm. But what is so beneficial about this is you're training the different systems of your body, of the different energy systems. So we have two different styles of how we use energy in the body, which is aerobically and anaerobically. And so the cool thing about anaerobic training, which is what HIIT training is, is you're doing it in a very short, expedited pace, and you're burning up all the energy stores. So when you do cardiac or cardiovascular training, you think of the person that's either the marathon runner or someone that does the elliptical, you know, for 30, 45 minutes at the gym, that's a longer span. So HIIT training, and when you're using that anaerobic system, it's essentially for the first 60 to 120 seconds that you're using that anaerobic or without oxygen energy system. So it's able to convert energy into ATP, which is the cellular version of energy um, without oxygen, which is really cool because that conversion can happen a lot quicker than aerobic training. But one of the biggest things is if you're having issues with your blood sugar um, and you're trying to resensitize that, or if you have um, diabetes, prediabetes, HIIT training is really cool. And, and Dr. Mole, our diabetes specialist, spoke to this. But what it does is it takes that insulin sensitivity to the next level. And that's through this, these two systems, so that aerobic and that anaerobic metabolism is the word that converts it into energy. So what this does is anaerobic would be more so the sprinter. So if aerobic training is the person that's the marathoner, anaerobic, you can think of the sprinter. It's those really short, quick bursts, so not the long distances. And so here, a great way to imagine the effects of this for insulin sensitivity and how it can resensitize the body to this is to think of buckets. So it sounds weird, but if you hmm. think of these buckets, you have a bucket full of water. Can you put more water into it? Uh, no, not if it's full. Exactly. Exactly. So what's important about sprint training or HIIT training, those two different names, is we have glucose buckets. And glucose is just the uh, name for sugar in our bloodstream. And so if you think of our body having full buckets of glucose, you know, we just ate, there's glucose in our bloodstream, our liver stores glucose in, in a different form as well as our muscles. But say we've eaten, all of our buckets of glucose are full. So what sprint training or HIIT training does for us is it empties those buckets out. So that way, the next time that we do eat a meal or any type of carbohydrate and our body converts it into glucose, that now has a place to be stored instead of just sitting in our bloodstream. Because when our blood has an elevated amount of glucose for any amount of time, it can be very, very detrimental and a bunch of um, ill health effects and side effects can come from that. So it's a really beautiful thing for helping our body get resensitized to glucose so it can um, 
respond to it faster, utilize it, and also it helps clear it out so it then has a place to go, gets it out of the bloodstream, and it's a lot more healthy for us, as well as all the calorie effects. So we've, we've got this awesome competition. We're using jump roping. How can, how can we utilize jump roping in HIIT training? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. What I just described with our little glucose buckets, that's one of the, uh, my favorite kind of coolest effect of HIIT training. There's so much more in terms of, you know, cardiac ability, respiratory capacity, all of these things. But to me, since uh, diabetes is such a big, big thing, especially in the US, um, I love just mentioning that. But in terms of jump roping, all you're going to do, so HIIT training, it's a very, very easy system that you can apply to anything. So what you're doing is you're doing all out work. So you're giving it your hardest, you're going at it full force for a short amount of time. And then you're resting or you're just easing back. So as your um, athletic capacity goes up, you kind of shift the way that you do your HIIT training to that you're always kind of pushing that edge. So for instance, you could be jump roping and Hannah, you had mentioned this earlier when you and I were speaking, but for instance, say there's two ways that you can jump rope. You can kind of do a little double jump in between. It's a slower, <laughs> it's a nice warm up. And then as you get better with jump roping, your coordination goes up, your cardiovascular capacity, aerobic capacity goes up. You can start going faster, right? So you can do single jumps. Mm -hmm. So one way to do the interval training is to do uh, say 30 seconds of all out single jumps as fast as you can go without tripping up. And then you have a timer. So it's always great to hit a timer, make sure it's super easy for you to follow. You don't have to think about it. And then for the next 60 seconds, say you would slow down and do the double jumps. So it's just increased pace, slow down pace, and if you're starting at the double jumps and you haven't gotten to single jumps, do double jumps for say 45 seconds and then just stop jump roping and walk around for 30 seconds. And then you just kind of do that cycle um, for a few minutes at a time. So is the goal to stay moving but uh, change the levels of intensity or could it be like I am jumping for 30 seconds and then I'm going to go sit and take a break and put my feet up for a minute and then I'm going to get up and jump for 30 seconds? No, that's a fantastic question. So you can 100% rest, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend resting in terms of sitting, putting your feet up, which I love that visual. <laughs> and the reason being is, you know, depending on where your fitness ability is, if you're like breathing, panting, and you sit down, it can just be hard on your body. And so it's always great to keep the body moving. So that way the muscle fibers, the lactic acid, everything that's building up, all of a sudden it, it doesn't have a place to go. One of the things that I also love about jump roping is it's amazing for our lymphatic system. So we have our, um, our blood, you know, that's a system it's pumped through our body by our heart, but our lymphatic system, it's our waste system of the body. It, and that itself does not have a pump. So it requires our muscles kind of contracting and relaxing to move that throughout our body. And a jumping is another way to stimulate that. So if you are moving, 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 and then all of a sudden you're sitting, your body's like, oh, wait, 
what do I do with this? And so it's always good to keep walking. So one, your heart rate can slowly lower versus just sitting. Um, and then same with the lymphatic system as well. Got it. So no, no big breaks, but just a, a movement break per se. Movement break. <laughs> An ease off of the intensity that you were at. Got it. Uh, so the story Sam was talking about earlier was I, <laughs> I started this, the challenge on my own and I thought I was being like so intense. I was like, yeah, I've got this. I can jump rope through a whole song or two songs. And my husband actually was like, oh, it's so cute how you jump rope. And I was like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> cute. <laughs> and he pointed out that I was actually double jumping, sort of like a, you know, you do when you're younger. I was, I was doing two jumps instead of one. And he pointed that out and I was like, what? That's not true. And then I went and did it again. And I was like, oh, I guess I am doing that. I thought I was being cool like Sam, doing all my cool tricks. And <laughs> looks like I needed to like amp up my workout. We were talking earlier and you were saying, you know, I, I was like, oh man, maybe I'm like taking the easy way out, but I'm, I'm still getting my jumps in, right? Oh yeah. I mean, no matter which way you put it, you're <laughs> going to get a workout in. So a double jump is really great if you're just starting because jump roping, it does take a lot of coordination. And so sometimes you can look at someone else and say, oh, well, easy. I, I used to be active when I was younger. I can easily pick this up. And that's true. And if you notice yourself struggling a bit or catching yourself in the rope, just take a moment, step back, like, all right, you know, it's day one, my one of three jumps of the day. And that's why I love the three times a day, five days a week is because it, that consistency is going to expedite the learning curve. So if you are really struggling at first, you're doing double jumps, you're really catching yourself in the rope by the end of the first week, you should see a huge change in terms of your ability for coordination, uh, your aerobic capacity, and just ability to go longer. So that's why that consistency piece is really, really huge in terms of fitness. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, I promise you, I joined this competition and I was actually down there when Sam filmed all this footage of her, uh, or when we filmed all this footage of Sam jumping around. And I was like, oh, that's going to be so easy. I'm going to be so <laughs> good at this. I got home and I was getting caught up in my rope nonstop. I was double jumping. I like couldn't, I really couldn't even like make it through a whole song. And I was like, this is way harder than I remembered being when I was nine years old and I was bomb at it. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but with the, with the three jumps a day, I have found that I am significantly better and things are coming back to me and I'm hurting in some areas that I forgot existed. I, I have learned, you know, it, it does come back to the body. It just, it takes a bit. And mm -hmm. Stacey says it best. Every master was once a disaster. And that's what I keep thinking to myself as I'm like, you know, jumping along slowly but surely. So, so not everybody is a professional jumper on our team, FYI. I am <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> oh, every master was once a disaster. That's by far one of my most favorite paradigms that I've ever heard from Stacy and Carrie, because it's hard when you start something new and you see kind of your idol or the person you look up to. I remember when I first heard Stacy coach, for instance, I was like, I need to be that yesterday. And I was just starting on my coach career and she was X amount of years in. So the same thing applies for anything, whether it's fitness, whether it's professional, personal, 
you know, if you see somebody, just know that they probably practice for many, many hours before you see where they're at today. So really give yourself some compassion if you're just starting with this journey and just really honor and celebrate that you're taking this step forward in your health and your fitness. Absolutely. I couldn't put it better myself. (laughs) Well, Sam, thank you so much for joining us today. And guys, Sam is not only leading the competition on our Instagram page uh, through Health Coach Inst, which you can follow at Health Coach Inst. As Gary says, we're too cool. We don't even need the atout. (laughs) (laughs) And she is revived underscore living. You can actually follow her along for the challenge and see what she's doing because she's not only telling you how to do it, she's doing it herself. And Sam, is there anything else that uh, you wanted to give our Better Than Ever podcast listeners tips or tricks or anything? Ooh, well, one, I just have to say, yes, I'm also doing the challenge because I, too, everybody needs accountability, even us coaches, um, Mm -hmm. and which Hannah, I think you're doing the challenge too with us. Oh, if you want to see like the discounted version, you can totally watch me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, I'm not as good as Sam, but I am working on it. So you can, you can follow me <laughs> and, um, I'm underscore HDTV underscore follow us both. We're doing the challenge together. Um, Sam's been an awesome accountability partner for me. So I'm pretty lucky that I have her and super grateful that you are all part of this challenge with us. So keep on jumping and keep posting. We love to see what you're doing and we love to repost you. So keep adding those pictures on there. We are on week two of the Jump Into July Challenge and we are so thrilled to have you here. Um, If you are somebody who's tuning in, you're one of our listeners and you're like, what are you talking about? You can go to www.com healthcoachinstitute.com slash jump into July. That is www.healthcoachinstitute.com slash jump into July. Yes. And don't forget to hashtag your photos with hashtag jump into July HCI and tag us. So that way we can be sure to follow you, love on your posts, celebrate with you in your wins. And that way you can be eligible for our weekly prizes that we give out on Instagram. So definitely make sure you hashtag your posts if you want to be eligible for those. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Better Than Ever podcast. And Sam, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast. For more information on our programs, please go to www.healthcoachinstitute.com. Comment and share if you like what you hear. 